0: Reed. Remember, when you heard it first, this is D, International Sunny G, coming at you live on another episode of That Tramp Talk. Today, we have a very special guest in the building. This young lady is a creative. She's a mental health coach, an orator, as well as a behavioral therapist. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the one, the only, Latasha ne- <laughs> Hey Tasha, how you doing?
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. I'm so glad to have you on the program.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and I love the intro.
0: Oh, thank you, thank <laughs> you. It's well deserved. Well deserved. You earned all of those credentials, darling. So yeah, you you deserve <laughs> at least a grand intro. Um. Can you tell me uh, what is a behavioral therapist? Let's get right into it, right involved, so everyone knows who they're talking to. What is a behavioral therapist, and what do they do exactly?
1: Okay, so behavioral therapist comes from a behaviorist movement, where B.F. Skinner, Watson, they are pretty, like, high up there and known for these behavioral therapies and ideologies and philosophies and basically what it comes down to is how um, our environment impacts our behavior how the triggers impact our behavior and we also look at what happens after so it's the antecedents the behavior itself and the consequences that's what a behaviorist looks at and what I do uh, is I work with people with intellectual disability this is just one population that I primarily focus on, but by no means, it really, it really can help anybody. It transfers to any group of people. But for me, I work with people with intellectual disabilities, and I help them to improve in areas that they are struggling with when it comes to their challenging behavior. So some of the challenging behaviors that I tend to see could be verbal aggression, it could be physical aggression, it could be repetitive behaviors due to their, um, if someone has autism, because I primarily work with people that either have autism and intellectual disability, developmental disability, cerebral palsy, things of, that na- things of that nature. So that's what I do in a nutshell. I come up with behavior support plans to then not only help the person supported, but also give guidance to their caregivers, their providers to help them become more successful. So let's just say someone is having a challenging behavior. I come in and I look at the whole picture. I look at what happened before. Um, I look at what happened after. I look at the behavior itself. I do interviews. I, um, it's, it's a lot of observation. I collect data. I analyze the data, and then I come up with a treatment plan, if you will. But we call it a behavior support plan.
0: Very, very interesting practice. Um, what led you into that particular career? It seems like some something you have to be uh, dedicated to or specifically interested in. It's not like a... Um, an accountant or something you know what you really <laughs> like you can just get your bag like you have to be so involved in it's it, correct me if i'm wrong but it just seems like every patient or every case you have between um finding the antecedents and running the data and uh running your your interview or therapy session and then putting that against the last data and looking for progress and implementing you know implementing these strategies it 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 just seems like a lot what what led you into that career down that career path
1: um I would say it was a journey right so I actually started it actually started while I was in grad school so I was in grad school I was asking around and the truth be told I needed a job (laughs) So I was asking a classmate, you know what, I need, I need to find work Do you know anything, anyone, and actually another classmate overheard the conversation. And this person, and I hope <laughs> it doesn't disappoint you because it's not, I guess, typical, uh, but this person, she overheard the conversation and she asked me, oh, would you like to work with people with disabilities? And quite honestly, I can say I was scared out of my mind. I did not want to go into this field and work with the population because of my lack of knowledge um, and my misconceptions and uh, fear, really. I had never at the time been exposed to anyone that had an intellectual or developmental disability. And quite frankly, I didn't feel equipped. So. I actually avoided this person for three months. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I didn't. She kept, and I'm shocked because she was persistent. (laughs) She's like, you said you needed a job. Why don't you just talk to me? Why don't you just apply? And um, honestly, I can just thank God because I was running away. I did not want to come into this, but I'm so glad she was the person she is because until to this day she's still one of my good friends uh so yeah i finally said yes i went in they hired me that same day and um i started entry level and i kind of worked myself up and by the time i graduated grad school i a month before actually i spoke to my director at the time and i said you know what i think it's time for me to move on And he said, no, you're really good. We gotta find something for you. And I landed this position that I'm in now. That was 2014. Um, Uh But it was not by any means a purposeful, (laughs) it wasn't purposeful as far as I knew I wanted to work in this, with this population. I knew I, you know, like it was not like that at all. Um, It was a journey and I am totally grateful. So for anyone out there who doesn't know what they're going to do or if, you know, they're just trying to figure it out, it's okay, you know, because your journey will eventually take you where you want to go. And um, yeah, that's what happened for me. I I didn't put the pieces together, but they kind of fell together.
0: very interesting, very honest, uh, because because you you uh, you're a caring person, so it just seems fit. You know, right. you've you've always been easy to talk to, and I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows. But, you know, you're my little cousin, so I've known you for quite some you know, right whole life, pretty much. But uh, you've always been easy to talk to, uh, somebody you can turn to, and you're a great listener. So I would think that this would be a um, a perfect fit. Not that it's not, but it just wasn't. Um, necessarily an organic situation
1: right right
0: Interesting.
1: yeah and you know um as you say that what comes to mind is just you know i feel like at least in my faith i feel like everything kind of just works together right so when i was a little girl i remember someone asked me what do you want to be when you grow up and i said i just want to help people right Mm. and that's what i'm doing i'm doing and I do it within my job, but I also do it outside of my job I, in so many ways that I like to help. You know, I've been to Guatemala to work with children. Um, I also have been to Puerto Rico during right after the Hurricane Maria. We went two months after, so we provided support and aid. Um, whatever really I could get my hands on and I've been there three times since specifically for that reason to help with the restoration and rebuilding Um, so that's it's just something always been in me and I'm gonna continue to do that right but it's not limited to one place or one kind of uh, people it's just what whatever I kind of get my hands on actually
0: So you think that that's – do you think just that willingness to be of assistance to your fellow man, uh, do you think that helped you, like, climb the ranks and be successful in your current career?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, If you don't care for people, people won't care for you. It's so imperative to serve because I believe that that's what we are meant to do. We're meant to serve. We're meant to create. We were – all. I feel that we're meant for someone else, to serve someone else. Um, And I think for me, the way service happens is, or most readily is because of my voice. I use my voice to help people a lot through counseling, through giving advice, through encouragement. I love to encourage people. That's just something that um, it kind of exudes out of me. And I think
0: you've always had a, uh, you can do it kind of, kind of attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Right. Um, What do you think was a, um, a particularly what, or what kind of challenges do you face, uh, in, in your role as far as, uh, on a day-to-day basis or even a case-to-case basis, um, what kind of challenges do you encounter and uh, how do you overcome those challenges?
1: That's a great question. I think for me, some of the challenges that arise is a conflict between, uh, I guess, some some of the things that I deal with internally uh, or something that is very, let me say, it's just my nature against what's actually in front of me. So I'll explain that. So for for example, I'm very solution-oriented. I like to get things done. I like to fix problems. But when you work with people, they're not problems to be fixed, right? They're people, and you have to work with people. It's not seeing them as a problem, seeing them or there's seeing them as someone to be fixed, right? It's a journey that we take together and that's something that I had to learn throughout time. Uh, My time there and and be okay with it. Be okay if someone does not meet a certain expectation of mine or does not rise to a certain level. Um, And sometimes it does happen where they do reach that level that I'm like really hoping for, and sometimes it doesn't. So I had to get used to just being okay and that even small success is a success and not to put that any level of success in a box. I think I kind of, I had in my mind, okay, this is what we're going to, this is what we're gonna aim for. And when that didn't happen, I, we could have got halfway there and that could have been the top level for that person. But in my mind, I'm like, no, you can do more. Let's do more. And um, kind of dealing with that struggle within myself, but then learning to be okay. So I think now I'm a lot stronger. <laughs> I'm a lot better in that area. <laughs> um, and, you know, I also know, and this, I think it happens with a lot of us. We see through the lens of our own eyeglasses per se right (laughs) so for me i i was i had to realize that the reason why i was so hard on seeing a certain level of success in others is because that's how i was feeling about myself right and we can't impose ourself our self-beliefs our self challenges on others i mean we can't help it to a certain point if we're not aware now that i'm aware of it I'm able to do something about it.
0: It's very interesting that um, you keep bringing up uh, the journey Mm -hmm. uh, because that is, if nothing else, that is what this show is about. The show being named Tramp Talk, uh, a tramp being the root word of trampoline uh, or, you know, uh, a long walk, typically a tiring one. Um, mm-hmm. And then we talk about it. So that that's, right. that's uh, what the show is, the title of my show. And it, it's just very interesting that you continuously go back to it being a journey and talking about the journey. Because that journey is nothing more than the tramp that we talk about here on the show. So um, shout out to you for that, Tasha. You're doing your thing. Um, Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, so... How do you, how do you continue to educate yourself and stay on top of, I mean, there's so many things going on every day, so many different things in different people's lives. How do you just, how do you stay on top of everything I think in, in your back- role as a behavioral therapist?
1: Um, It it goes back to being self-aware during this time. Yes, we're in this COVID-19 crisis era. And um, I'm always being asked upon to do this, to do that. Uh, My team, we're working very hard to provide services to people with disabilities. But as you can imagine, uh, there are huge challenges because of whether they have access to technology, whether they can use technology, whether their parents can use technology. Um, There's so much going on. And what I always have to remind myself is I can only do what I can do. And uh, when I do have trouble, I reach out. I reach out to my support system within the job. My supervisor, my colleagues, we all kind of work together And it's nice how we can lean on each other to help each other out. And today was one of those days where, you know, it was a bit of a challenge. I lost one of my clients this morning, and I'm grateful that I had the support of my team to really lean on, even though the expectation is, okay, we have to do not that we have to, but it would be nice if we had a memorial for this person, create one um, with the team. And typically, I'm the person that's in charge of that. But we're all hurting. You know, this is such a unique time where the therapist <laughs> and the, the patient are both hurting at the same time, right? Um, but I'm grateful that I do have tools. I lean on my support system both in and outside of work and that has really really helped me it's gotten me through for sure there have been days where i'm like whoo it's a lot and i think i shared some of that with you um a few times before where i I went i had a client who just had some challenging times their family was having really challenging times multiple people in their family uh was uh I'm sorry, had contracted um, coronavirus. And it was really, really hard for the whole family. And the anxiety that it builds, the anxiety that's being built in this time, it's easy to just want to give up, right? It's easy to be in that state of fear constantly. It's easy to do behaviors that kind of just temporarily make you feel good, whether that means, you know, self-medicating, whether that means, um, you know, doing maladaptive behaviors that don't really serve what you really want, but can you explain what that is?
0: Can you explain what that is to the Trent? Maladaptive behaviors. What is that? I'm not too bright.
1: (laughs) That's not true. Um, basically it's behaviors that are not not taking you where you want to go right so for example taking drugs right that's not a behavior that is going to put you in a place to deal with your issues right it might satisfy your feeling right now but it's not going to deal with your issue right so the purpose well, not the purpose, but the idea behind maladaptive behaviors is that they're negative or bad behaviors that take you out of the direction that you really want to go.
0: This is such an interesting topic. I don't know how you retain all of this information and and apply it. Um, You host a... um, a round table series um, mm-hmm. entitled leadership through crisis. And it's a great project um, for those that don't, well, everyone's not invited, so they don't know uh, <laughs> Latasha leads us in cope uh, coping strategies to do, to, to utilize um, in a time of crisis. She, introduces uh, perspectives on you know just different perspectives on how you can see a situation in a, in a positive light. Uh, she has a very diverse panel and including myself um, just, with just different viewpoints and um, everyone brings brings their own their own validity and their own value with, with, with their appearances, um, which is a great, I look forward to, to, uh, your, your roundtable discussions. And it's really allowed me to not only, um, uh, implement things that we talk about, but just to gain perspective. Uh, right. Because with all, with all of my, all of my open-minded liberal talk, I, I, I too can 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 get uh, tunnel vision and not really realize like yeah you're not you're not um you're not using all of the tools at your disposal to to cope with this or anything of that matter so I want to thank you for for uh, having that round table and um can you tell me like how did you even start that or come up with that or what was what was the birth of that or the conception
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, first, I want to thank you for joining. not um, I had limited spots open, so the fact that people kind of jumped on and and joined me in that journey because you know I go back to that word, but I do believe it's a journey. We come up with topics, and I kind of lead this the discussion initially by providing insight, providing information. And then we discuss it. And why, right? So why, why discuss these topics? Why kind of go through this process that we go through in the roundtable? Well, I'd like to give a picture of a a ball. And you see a beach ball in particular, right? So if you, I have a beach ball in my hand, there are parts of the beach ball that you can see certain colors that I can't, right? Uh, there's a perspective that you would have that I, that I don't. And if you say your colors, and then someone who's to, a, you know, to the right or to the left of you see what say what they see, and then I say what I see, eventually we come up with this bigger picture. But if we are not able to get the perspective of the other person, we only see part of the story, we only see part of the situation. So that's what makes it so impactful and powerful, these roundtable talks, or some people call it masterminds. Um, That's what makes it so powerful, because we are able to get a perspective on a topic that we wouldn't have otherwise, because we have a group of people in the room, or via zoom now because we can't be together but it's just so powerful i learn so that's why it's like a journey for all of us because now it's like we see each other growing and everyone participates like and you know from being in the group it's like no one has no one's cohorced or anything like that people just want to bring value and as i bring value to the group everyone does the same and we're all growing because of it
0: I agree.
1: And, and um, I'm sorry. did oh, sorry, nah, go question. ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead, my fault. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> um, so, excuse me, I just, I was like, oh, I went off the tangent, uh, how it started.
0: Oh, I right. Was, I've totally forgot. You cooked that. <laughs> Walk me out of that.
1: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so I had a mentor that encouraged me to start a mastermind. And the mastermind that we are working together for those who are listening is Leadership Through Crisis. And my mentor said, You can do it, just go for it. So I'm like, Really nervous. <laughs> and after the first time that we were together, it was just so powerful. I left there inspired. The whole group seemed so engaged and, and, kind of worked in that process and I think since then I've seen growth in people and people have sent me messages saying how it's helped them and it's just been a really amazing experience so I'm actually going to continue like I have another one coming up next month as well and I just love the process and because of what I'm doing I just it's that same theme of wanting to help people. I'm adding that same value at my job. So I just got them a part of it too. I said, I I presented it to my supervisor and I told her, you know, I want to bring this training here because I feel like it's so beneficial. And she said, yes. So it's just awesome because I'm doing something that I really love. I'm really passionate about. And it's, happening in different areas of my life which i'm totally excited about or with within different circles i should say in my life
0: and to add to that um you're also challenging yourself because you're not necessarily like a natural at at public speaking you know so so the fact that you you have the opportunity to not only do something you like but do something that's not easy I think exactly. it makes it a, a double win, if not a triple win for the person you're helping. So you help someone. Right. Everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, what what gets you excited?
1: What gets me excited is when I feel that something that I've done helps that person. And when I become more intentional about doing that and I see the result of it, I'm like, what? (laughs) It's like, that just gives me the greatest high because I really, that's something that's in me, like really wanna help people. And when I see ways on how I can do that, like this coming Saturday, actually, I'm doing a self image talk with teenagers and who better to do that with, right?
0: Than me. (laughs) <laughs> oh my so <I>, no fault
1: <laughs> so I'm working with this group of youth that I'm so excited to work with to be able to talk about these real issues because if you don't know who you are or your value you're just gonna go nowhere fast right you have to know who you are and where you want to go so that i'm really excited about and again it just comes from a place of wanting to add value to people wanting to serve people wanting to help them in a way that's highly beneficial to them and putting them first putting putting what they need first i just got off the phone probably well it was not just a couple of hours ago <laughs> but i spoke to this young lady and Oh my goodness, her story was phenomenal. And I'll share a little bit of it, but I was just, I was just in awe. And it's someone I just met and I was telling her the same thing that I'm telling you guys today when I'm talking about, you know, the power of these roundtable talks or masterminds. I was sharing some of my thoughts with her. And she said, I said, can you tell me about yourself? And it was just phenomenal. She said, you know, I've had a rough life. I dealt with some deep depression. I dealt with um, a lot of heartache. And some of it was biological. I didn't know that something was shifting in my body. And it got to the point where I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to go to work, I didn't want to do anything. And what helped her, or who I rather, I should say, helped her was her youngest son at the time. She only has one son, but he, um, he would not go to school to make sure she was okay. He would go to her job to help her out. He would do things that a young, like at a young age, you wouldn't even think a, a, a child would even know to do. Like he was so comforting to his mom during her time of anguish. And he took care of her. And even as a little boy, she said one day he made her a meal. And he didn't know how he didn't know anything about cooking, but he made this meal because he knew that she wasn't eating right. And she just ate all the food, and she said, I'm sorry, it wasn't that good. (laughs) But she ate it because she was so grateful. So it was just that power of the human spirit to love one another, even when you don't, might necessarily have it all together, but just the fact that something in you said, I need to help this person. And even children, as you can tell by the story, have that power too. And he... You know, she, till this day, she says it like he, she, he, I'm sorry, he was her saving grace pretty much. And to me that, that story was just so enlightening and so beautiful. And it's just something that we can all do. And it's free. It's easy. Like it doesn't pay to be nice. It doesn't pay to love someone. Right. But it has so much dividends by doing that.
0: Right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you try to make me cry at this point. This is the time <laughs> where you, this normally around, how, how far are we in this is normally the time <laughs> where you bust these out or you get the tears rolling. I get it. I get it. It's part of you, the orator. Get, I get it. I, it's okay. I'll give you a pass. Um, so what's next for Miss Latasha Neal?
1: What's next is doing this at a greater level, at a faster speed. Um, I, I, For many years, I wasn't sure, and I kind of held myself back because I didn't know, can I do this? Will I get it done? Am I going to fail? And if I'm honest, the fear of, of not, not only failure, but the fa- fear of success kind of held me back. And as I've been building, I've been realizing, wow, this is happening. People are contacting me. I had someone contact me from his Facebook page because he saw my Facebook page. And he was like, oh, do that talk on my Facebook page. And I'm like, (laughs) this is like happening, right? And for anyone out there, just do it. Jump. Um, One of my favorite mentors say, jump and build your wings on the way down.
0: Mm.
1: right so you might not have it all together you might not know if you can do it or not but just jump because i don't have it all together i will (laughs) tell you (laughs) like i you know how i told you that i had um i presented to my job or at least i gave them information about what i'm doing Mm -hmm. i said yeah and it's based on such and such book i spelled I mean, I got the title of the book wrong. I'm like, Lord Jesus, <laughs> like how did I get the title? But it's okay, it's okay. You know, my first um, Zoom, uh, it went off. I did warn everybody, but it did <laughs> It did um, get disconnected and we had to get back on and you know, things will happen. It's not gonna be perfect. And that's okay. That's how you learn. We learn by our failures, our mistakes, our errors. And we get back up again. Um, I was speaking to one of my mentors today because I was having a hard time. So I feel like I'm being very transparent on here. This is great. (laughs)
0: This was fun. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, If no one else is transparent on here, we (laughs) need you to be (laughs) transparent?
1: Yeah. So I... You know i've been seeing my momentum and i was really saying wow like if this works how am i going to do this because i'm going to have the responsibility for so many people right and you know i was getting in my feelings and really you know it was frightening the thought of how much responsibility i will have for so many different people. It
0: makes me nervous when you word it like that. Cause I feel like I have that same responsibility. Now I'm, it's making me nervous. Go, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's not, it's not to be nervous, but it's just, I think it's a reminder that you know what? I'm taking this responsibility on because the end result is to help somebody.
0: I'm stepping up to the challenge.
1: Yes. And even though I'm not going to be perfect, I think the character when I do make a mistake my character will be revealed ultimately right so if I any error that I have or any mistake that I have if I'm mature enough to say you know what that was my fault I made this mistake this and this and this is what I did this is how I want to you know compensate for that this is how i want to fix that particular area that i made a mistake in you know really allowing myself to make those mistakes but then allowing myself and taking the responsibility for those mistakes or actions and being like okay i did this i'm human things happen but then how could what did i learn from this and how can i make it right right so it's important and one of my mentors today she said fail first fail fast and fail often because failing is where we learn. When we don't fail, we don't learn, right? Mm -hmm. If everything was successful, we did perfect everything all the time, not really learning anything, right? So it gave me another perspective on failure. And she said, remember that failure is not a person. We are not failures, right? It's an event so it's so important not to see yourself when you do make mistakes and you will and she told me this and I was like oh I didn't want to hear this and she's like I'm gonna tell you right now you will fail and you will fail many times (laughs) I'm like "Ah." (laughs) I'm like cringing but the reality is we will, and that is okay, that is okay. And I know it's okay, because I've failed in a whole lot of things <laughs> and, and I'm still here, right? We survive, we get through it. Um, and I think the process that I'm in now is just continuing to be okay, no matter what level that is, and making my wrongs right, in the sense that if I do, if I hurt anybody in the process, asking for forgiveness, making sure that I, you know, try to help or fix whatever mistake or area that I made a mistake in, make it right, whatever that, whatever error that I've done. So seeing it from that point of view and seeing it as a, a learning opportunity really changes things up because now it's not like a matter of fear that I'm going to fail. I already know I am. It's now, okay, how can I minimize those failures? How can I? And I really, one of the things that I would encourage everyone is have a support system. Have people that's going to lift you up, someone that you can call, talk to, that's going to be like, you know what? Yeah, you messed up. (laughs) But this is how you can fix it. And that you messed up, but you're not a mess up right? Sure. You, you, uh, maybe failed at something, but you're not a failure. So making sure that the words you're telling yourself is not also to the, to the death of you, but to the life of you, right? So it's very different to say, you know what? Yes, I failed, right? Then saying, I'm a failure. Uh-huh. You want to make that distinction and you want to be able to not to to not put those negative labels on you because you can only go as far as you think you can go. You can only go as far as, you know, what you believe about yourself. So if your belief is here, guess what? You can only go there. But if your belief in yourself is up here, then you can reach that, you can reach higher heights, right?
0: So, um, and to add to that, um, you know, t- talking about mistakes and failures, as long as you're, I, I feel, as long as you're mm-hmm. operating in a genuine capacity, right? your mistakes will be noticed like, oh, that was cute. Or okay, right. that was a mistake. <laughs> now let's, we can move past it.
1: Mm-hmm. Now if you
0: got like caught in a lie or you trying to conduct something shady, your mistakes is like, right. nah, that person is a liar.
1: Right. So but you want to be a person of integrity for sure. So I'm not talking about things that, like, (laughs) you're purposely, you know, trying to hurt, harm, or nothing like that, (laughs) but things just happen, right? You know, things happen that we make mistakes, and it's usually because we don't know, and then once we make the mistake, we know, and we fix it for the next time, right?
0: Well... I have not made a mistake by uh, asking you to be a guest on on the Tramp Talk podcast. Oh, thanks! This was nothing <laughs> like a mistake. Um, I'd love to gratefully and graciously thank you for for joining me on the show, uh, for allowing, I mean, f- for for allowing my audience to experience your life's work, uh, you know, because. It's a little different when I'm talking to a comedian about their comedic career. They can kind of right. step outside of it, mm-hmm. but you're not, you really don't have that luxury, which is why you have to be very transparent and right. it's an interpersonal thing. And um, yeah, I can't get that from, from anyone else but you. So I am, uh, I'm excited. To, to have you on hopefully you'll come back
1: for sure thank um, you
0: hopefully i will be invited to your communication round table
1: right you are
0: because i um i, I, I the tramps don't know i almost uh sabotaged the leadership through crisis uh thing <laughs> i came on there i did the whole international sunny g and i'm like oh this is not the room for that so um thank you for for keeping me because you could have blocked me out of the group for my outlandishness, but you kept me in the group. I appreciate that, even though I almost <laughs> sabotaged the whole thing, and people was looking at me crazy, like, "Who is this and why is he so loud?" <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you for coming on. Um, we have to figure out the this twin uh experiment that i'm that I'm working on. I'm cooking that. Mm-hmm. so uh, you'll you will definitely be a friend and and family to the show i mean you already are to the host but to <laughs> the show and to the audience right. we'd love to have you on here more often your voice is so nice to listen to
1: <laughs> and, um, thanks
0: you provide so much insight you really, really got me on, on like the providing value. Like it's important. You've, if nothing else, you've influenced me to look at everything I put out, like, okay, what value is it bringing? Because a lot of my, right. a lot of my peers are like, man, you need that's content. That's content. That's content, which is true. Mm-hmm. But then cuz is like, yeah, let's provide value as well. You right. know, it, it needs to be mindful content and it needs to provide value as well.
1: For sure. I'm yeah.
0: very, very conscious of the value that I provide. And even when I crash parties, like I did yours, I, I, <laughs> I try, <laughs> I try to provide um, as much value and as much insight as I can. Um, and
1: you did, you did. And you have, so.
0: And I will continue yes um you're a very smart young lady very beautiful young lady very talented young lady i'm very proud of the woman you have become and i am almost anxious about the woman whom you will become um (laughs) thank you so much thank you so much for being uh, a part of this We'll have all your all your links and all your information in the show notes, and um, hopefully you'll you'll come back to the show soon.
1: For sure, and I just I mean again I want to thank you, and I hope that everyone listening um, did receive that value because that's so important to me. Um, and if there's any way that I could help anyone that's listening, uh, you can reach out through sonny g <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy
0: to hear you call me that i know <laughs> <laughs>
1: i never called him that
0: yeah, yeah it didn't flow what? well either it was mad uncomfortable <laughs> dumb cringy like yeah. the international sonny g okay you say it all together like a tropical <laughs> quest please my goodness cases yeah but you could definitely contact me um
1: right
0: and what you are going to be like a consultant i'm liable to have you on here weekly even for a quick grab um so that you know for speaking engagements and um for anything else you know the guests will be able to to contact you and reach out and follow you and and be a part of all the beautiful things you have going on thank you so much.
1: Oh no worries. I'd be glad and honored to. So this has been an amazing experience. You're an amazing host. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity for sure.
0: Say goodbye to everyone, Latasha.
1: Bye everyone. It's been such a privilege and an honor. And I again I am so grateful for this moment and this time that I was Allow to be part of your journey and your life and the time that you've taken, um, I don't take it lightly because that's the only resource that we can never get back. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a good night.
0: (laughs) You too. Sasha, stay on the line for a little while. I'm gonna talk to you.